Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Tashina. No? Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm Tashina. This is Justin, who is apparently not going to announce himself today. Um, and this is Coffee and Tea with Justin and Tashina. Yeah. Coffee and Tea starring Tashina Combs featuring Justin Mendes. No, we're equals. It's a reference to in bed with Nick and Megan. Oh, oh, okay. I get it. I get it. Uh, Bagheera makes a little cameo today. Mm. Applesauce ever present. I don't know if she's in the shot right now. I think her ears are at least. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So today's episode kind of meandered through. We're both feeling very tired today. I'm feeling better now. Are you? Uh, No, I'm feeling worse. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. You asked. I'm just being honest with you. Um, So what did we cover? Um, Well, you talked a lot about COVID-19. Sorry. (laughs) I know. We both kind of did. It wasn't just you. Yeah, it's tough. Like, we really wanted to make a point to not talk about it, but I feel like it's on my mind so much right now. The first three quarters are free from that for the most part. So if you're, you know, obviously, like we've mentioned and tried to sustain... Uh, the whole point of this is to be a positive distraction and not inundate you with all that stuff. So sorry. What? No, it wasn't just you. <laughs> um, I was definitely party to it as well. But the first, I'd say, three quarters are are like that. So yeah. when we get to that part, you can just turn it off, um, unless you want to hear our thoughts. Because just I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we talked about. Um, like arts and crafts that we did as kids. Yeah. We talked about things that we're excited about to yeah. do while we're isolating. Yeah. We talked about like recipes we're excited about. I tried anyone yesterday. You hear our thoughts on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just like what our plans are now that we're home a lot more like so many of you. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's true. Uh, so what are you grateful for? I am grateful that we're able to be here and do this. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that we got up and pushed ourselves through not wanting to get up. I'm grateful that you pushed me yeah. through that. I literally pushed Tashina out of bed. <laughs> Onto the floor. I'm yeah. kidding. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you handed me clothes and you're like, just get dressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm grateful that just to be here with you and mm. to be doing this. Thank you. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Well, I am grateful for all the support that we have from people watching this channel. Yeah. Uh, We posted about it yesterday on the Logical Harmony channel, and we gained over 100 new people on this channel, which blows my mind. Yeah, me too. Uh, Which is exciting. And I also, so so I want to acknowledge, thank you if you're new here. And also thank you if you're old here. Because, well... We have a lot of subscribers on Logical Harmony who have been following Logical Harmony for five or six years. Yeah. And many of you have come over to this channel as well. And I just, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Thank you. Thank you for being around. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah. It's really rad. It is. And thanks to everyone who's expressed (laughs) gratitude um, for us doing this. Yeah. It's interesting. We've got a few comments here and we've got a few, or I personally have received a handful of DMs on Instagram mm-hmm. of people being like, hey, I just wanted to reach out and say thanks for doing what you're both doing um, on coffee and tea. So that's been really cool. I'm really grateful. It means a lot to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I'm I'm really grateful and excited I'm grateful for that Best Buy gift card that I found. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the live streaming device should be here soon. Mm -hmm. And then the surprise for you doesn't look like it's going to be here till like Thursday. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I can wait. Uh, The live streaming device is supposed to be here today. Crazy. But I think that was a mistake in in the tracking. I think what they meant was UPS is delivering it to USPS today. Mm. And then USPS is going to deliver it whenever they feel like it. So. We'll see. Probably Thursday. But I am excited and grateful that we're going to be able to do that and try something new and create some content for the patrons. Yeah. Um, for Logical Harmony. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I'm super tired, but I feel stoked. I'm grateful that we pushed through, like you said, and actually got ourselves out of bed this morning. So Yeah. 
Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to express gratitude for before we jump into the show? Mm, I think you covered the other things I was going to cover. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, enjoy the show. Trying something a little bit new this morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I took the little uh, windscreens off the oh, mics. Oh, yeah. I just realized. Yeah. Um, because I'm not really sure that they're, bless you, that they're really doing anything in this context. Yeah. So... Um, I did a, a quick little test last night, and I couldn't really hear a difference. So, bless you. So I thought today we would um, try doing it like this. And then, as you know, five seconds ago, before we started recording, I knocked this mic over, and this metal casing slammed onto the table and chipped our marble table. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Fun way to start the day. Um, I've been having a reoccurring nightmare that I tell you about. I've been having it since we watched that movie, McMillions. And oh, that's a random movie to have a nightmare after. Yeah, well, the nightmare is that the FBI is after me. Huh. Yeah. Um, you were in this one. Okay. And, uh, and, and basically, the FBI was after both of us. I'm not really sure what I did. Uh, but you, what? I'm not really sure what I did. Well, <laughs> well, like in my dream, it was never really discussed, but what, what they were after you for was. Oh, what were they after me for? So you're like this rich, um, like heiress. Mm, to, mm-hmm. Yeah. To, so accurate. Right. Sorry, go ahead. Um, and the way that your family made their money is uh, like toys and toy stores, mm-hmm, which I mm-hmm. think is kind of like from what we talked about in in uh, yesterday's podcast. Yeah. How the Toys R Us heiress? <laughs> no, we talked about like toy I know, stores. I know, and, I know. I was making uh, okay. a joke. Yeah. Um, and then so the FBI is like, Basically, you were you're involved in some unsavory stuff, <laughs> which I think maybe is also because of all the news with like insider trading and mm. all these horrible politicians being just like the worst people on the planet. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's that's you know the reoccurring part is the FBI is after me, but hmm. um, the uh, Tashina Tashina's involvement is pretty new. It's a new development in my nightmares. Interesting. It's very interesting. You're very interesting. So they're like showing up and you're running from them or like what? Yeah, pretty much. In fact, I think this is the first time that that the FBI was actually in the dream. And I think that most of the time it's just the nightmare consists of the feeling that the FBI is after me. Mm. Okay. Like, you know, it's coming and you're just. Yeah. Interesting. Like they're on to me. Like I know it. I can feel it. They just haven't caught me yet. Hmm. Which I, it even just saying those words is like so terrifying. Interesting. Yeah. I think the reason it's messed up to me is because like in other nightmares, you're like, oh, I could do something about this. Yeah. But like if the FBI is after you. Yeah. I think the thing that scares me is even if you're innocent, like, okay, I think this is probably another part of part of this dream is that I saw this this Facebook video uh, and I won't get into it too much because, you know, we did agree that the show wasn't going to be a bunch of like heavy stuff, but mm-hmm. basically it was a video about um, these NYPD officers who have been caught on their body cams planting weed in people's cars multiple times for the last two years. And wow. I, and still have jobs and like people that they've arrested have been in jail for like two years for doing absolutely nothing. That's crazy. Hold on, I need one second. Okay, so moving on. Yeah. Got a little bit of a late start this morning. Yeah. What time we did. is it right now? We're just getting started and it is six twenty four. Yeah, we're like usually we're filming by six. Yeah. We, so we're definitely late. Yeah. Usually we're up by five thirty, out of bed, getting everything set up applesauce for reals we both woke up more just like i was so dead. tired yeah so tired um and you had a theory about why we feel so terrible yeah so we basically we haven't been drinking much at all for a while and yesterday we each had 
like over the course of several hours, we each had a couple beers. And I think that's, that's what it was. Yeah. Because since we haven't drank, I think in the past like month and a half, there have been like three days that I've had alcohol. Mm-hmm. And each time that I've had it, even if it's like a single beer, yeah. the next day I feel so tired. Mm-hmm. I'm so dehydrated. Mm-hmm. I feel like mentally slower. Mm-hmm. Um, like my brain is just like not wanting things to click. I met like mental health wise don't feel as good. Applesauce apparently thinks I need some cheering up right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so this morning I was like, we were sitting there and we're like, why are we both so tired today? And I was like, I think it's because we drank yesterday, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't much. So no. to and me, it was beers. It was it wasn't beers. Even like multiple cocktails. No. Or glasses of wine. No. But yeah, I think to me it just drives home how much like it's impact, how much alcohol impacts my body. Yeah. In general. Yeah. I'm really worried her tail's going to get in my coffee. Yeah, that wouldn't be anything, would it? <laughs> no, it's happened before, and then she gets really upset because she doesn't recognize her tail when it's wet, and she thinks it's this thing chasing her. Anyway, <laughs> Is that what's going on? It's it's happened before when her tail's gotten wet when she's gotten it in a glass of water like of mine this, like, or in the bathtub. Like those prank videos where somebody clips a snake onto somebody and yeah. then they tap them on the shoulder? Is no, that's exactly how she reacts. And she <laughs> runs and constantly turning around looking at her wet tail like she doesn't know what it is. And she gets really upset. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, yeah. Tough life. So yeah, I just, I think it's a good reminder of how alcohol impacts our bodies. Totally. And how right now, I mean, I think that we need to be doing like everything that we can to keep ourselves healthy. Yeah. So we also, um, we also talked this morning about not deciding, not deciding not to film in the moment we were feeling tired, meaning yeah, we forced ourselves to still get up. Obviously we took a little bit longer, but we forced ourselves to still get up and start filming. And the reasoning was that, that way we're not like, like we, we decided last night we were going to get up and do this. Yeah. And in the moment of discomfort, I think to make that decision not to do it is a pretty bad precedent to set for ourselves. Yeah. Because if you make a decision to do something and then you're not feeling comfortable and don't feel like doing it, and then you don't, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to keep doing it with different things. Right. And I think that's such a big deal to me because that's such a thing that I struggle with in general, mm. which is like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to do some sort of exercise tomorrow or I'm totally going to work on this thing tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to do this. And yeah. then I don't do it. And like we talked about last night before we went to bed, getting up and doing this has been such a good like way for us to get back into a routine yeah because i think we've been working from home for so long that we've let ourselves really slide out of like any set schedule any routine like it's our lives are pretty much just like i would say very floaty and i'm someone who works best with a routine and when i don't have one it's really challenging for me yeah so it's it is really helpful. I feel like I'm way more productive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's good to stick to it. Yeah, totally. Even when you're really tired. Yeah, really tired. Did you ever do tie dye in school when you were a kid? Uh, I didn't do tie dye at school. I know I did it at home, and then I did batik mm-hmm. in high school. Oh, in high school. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I had a fi- I took a class that was fiber arts. Fiber arts. Yeah, I took. Tell me more about fiber arts. Um, I'm trying to remember what else we did. It was all taught by the same teacher. She did mm-hmm. calligraphy, yeah. painting and drawing, yeah. and fiber arts, mm-hmm. and they were all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you could take them up to three times each. Um. And so you were in there, and it was kind of this mix mash. I think fiber arts was just batik. I don't remember ever doing like knitting or sewing or mm-hmm. anything else. 
But I also think that because the teacher was one teacher trying to balance so many things, she was probably basically like, whatever's easiest is what you're going to do. So what kind of um, fibered arts did you create? Like, what are some of your masterpieces? Did did your mom save any of them? I don't think so. (laughs) A lot of them. So when when the teacher taught us batik, she had us learn using paper first, not fabric. Hmm. So a lot of those basically just looked like tie-dye paper. Do I not understand what batik is? So batik is where you would take like a piece of fabric Mm -hmm. and then you use wax to block off certain areas and then you dye it. Uh And then you can like keep layering the dye and things like that. Yeah, and and you break off the wax. Yeah. Yeah, And then you iron off the rest. Okay, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I do know. Okay. We started with just sheets of paper, like eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper. Hmm. And so most of those was because we used a brush for all of it. We didn't have vats to mm-hmm. actually dip into. Yeah. So that was mostly what it was, was just brushing like you were painting and mm-hmm. using the wax and hmm. anyway, making different things. And I know I made some stuff, but I I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. Okay. I did batiking once. Yeah. It was in like second or third grade, though. It smells like a burner still on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Will you check? Well, this is the episode with uh, many interruptions. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for checking on that. Yes. I left a burner on. She sure did. With, with a pan. With nothing in it. Yeah. So I'm really <laughs> glad that you checked. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> no problem. I was like sitting here and I was like. Yeah, we could both smell it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. No. Uh, like, I'm tired. Yeah. Um, anyway, so batik, you yeah. did batik once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Tell I was like second or third grade. I, I just, the the only part of it I remember is that when it came time to like get the wax off, that it was really difficult. Hmm. And I, you said wax, but I don't think we used wax. I think we used something that was more of like... Um, Almost like a plaster. Oh, weird. Like, like, or like a clay, like something of that sort of, like when we were breaking it off, it, it definitely wasn't like flexible. It was like yeah. a hard, crusty thing. That makes sense for the age because we used like hot wax. Yeah. And if you're in second or third grade, that would not be a, it's a risky move. Yeah. I don't remember at all what the finished products look like. Mm. Um, although... That school, every single grade, we would create a class quilt. Huh. So, um, you know, there would you'd get a square fabric, and there would always be a theme. So, like in kindergarten, everybody did a self-portrait, and then wrote <laughs> oh, their I've name. Oh, I've seen that one. Right. So, so at the end of the year, they would do, uh, like an auction, or no, not an auction, a raffle. And my parents won the kindergarten quilt. Cute. It is cute. It's mm-hmm. adorable. It's fun to look back on. And my mom told me even back then, like every parent was like, oh man, like <laughs> you got it. You got yeah. the one. Because it had every student's, you know, kindergarten self-portrait yeah. on it. It's a pretty rad quilt. Actually, if I do say so myself. It's a cute idea. It's a cute idea. It's fun um, because I'm still friends with at least one of the like one or two of the people on that quilt, so it's kind of fun to be able to look back on. Uh, but yeah, so every year, in every grade, you would make a quilt and there would be a different theme. And I sort of think that the reason I don't remember what my batiking thing looked like is because that was oh, the quilt squares. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So, there you go. Interesting. And I did do tie-dye later, I think, in like fourth or fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um and I kind of remember that, but not not really because I think I think because it it's all chemicals, right? Like pretty and like chemicals and dyes and like stuff to dye it, yeah? It's dyes, but you can do varying amounts of like there are really chemically dyes, they're also yeah. really natural ones. So I think the way that we did it was we all rubber banded our own shirts. Yeah. Like, you know, they explained to us how yeah, yeah, that yeah. works and if you put rubber bands in different spots. So we all rubber banded our own shirts so that they'd all be unique. And then there were like the buckets of dye. Mm. And I think there was like a parent, because this was another thing. So 
the school that I went to had two programs. There was the regular program, which is like typical normal school. Okay. And then there was the alternative program, uh, okay. which is where every single day there's one or two parents in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of either like you, your parents had money because <laughs> one of them wasn't yeah. working. Your parents didn't have money and one of them wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like one of your grandparents or like, like somebody from the family would come in. And be there every single day of the year. Yeah. And so one of the parents, if I remember correctly, Bagheera loves getting over here. So like this and these mics, the light and these mics run down into our recorder and then the recorder (laughs) runs into the wall. And there's quite a few wires because our headphones go down there too. And Bagheera has been loving just going and nuzzling his little body against these Mm -hmm. things. I wonder if they're warm. I don't know. Oh, Mm -hmm. you can hear his purrs so well. Put it up by his mouth. Mm -hmm. What a little cutie. Get that thing out of my face. What a little cutie. I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) You must speak to my agent. So, yeah. I'm sure that one of the parents was doing the actual dipping and we were just selecting the color. Yeah. Uh, But I remember being pretty excited about it and pretty happy with the results. Nice. And then we all had tie-dye shirts to wear. (laughs) It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing them with my mom. And then I know, too, um, you can do them with, like, more natural dyes. Like, you could totally do, like beets and onion skin based Mm -hmm. dyes and things like that and i know yeah i know my mom has a lot of maybe i shouldn't say a lot i know my mom has experience with stuff like that Mm. because she's always been really into like fiber arts if you will i remember as a kid she took like basket weaving classes Mm -hmm. and like i remember our second no i guess it'd be our third bathroom in the house at the time the bathtub was always filled. I shouldn't say always, but I remember going in there and it would be filled with like the sticks or whatever for her baskets that were soaking hmm. to like loosen them up. And she had a loom and would make yarn and like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think our moms were both kind of crafty. Yeah. My mom did like stained glass. Mm. I don't Crazy. remember what else, but my mom's like a, a pretty decent, like, like, she definitely just has an artistic thing about her. Mm-hmm. And so some days she would, like, take a banana and just, like, take a Sharpie and draw <laughs> just, like, this crazy cool thing, like, all over the banana peel. Yeah. Or, like, do that on our lunch bags or something. That's fun. And mm-hmm. I know I've seen, like, cakes she's decorated, and they look really nice. Yeah. Like, she'll do, like, I mean, I've seen the ones she's done for, like, your little nieces, so they'll be, like, Disney-themed. Mm-hmm. But they turn out, like really good yeah really really good yeah yeah my mom's good at stuff mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah your mom too mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like your mom's art and her interests are also slightly more practical mm. like the stuff that my mom does i think is very much on the spectrum of like this is art and can be appreciated as art. Oh, similar to like this, right? Like this is not really serving any purpose other than like Hmm. being nice to look at. Okay. And that's, you know, obviously when my mom would draw on a banana, it served a purpose (laughs) of like... You ate the banana. Well, no, I mean, we would feel loved and like, you know, there's that that messaging. So I don't mean to imply that that it somehow has less worth. That's mm-hmm. not what I mean. I, and I actually think that's like something that's sad about art is that it is treated that it's yeah. somehow like not, it doesn't have the same value as everything else, which I think is nonsense. Um, but your mom is also into like canning and like making yeah. jams. And she knows all these like very practical things that you would expect someone who sort of maybe lives a more secluded from society life or like lives out in the country, you know? Yeah. Which she does live out in the country. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. A lot of more practical things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's currently, she's been texting me a lot that they're, 
expanding their garden rapidly right now and getting mm-hmm. ready for stuff that can be canned and dried and stored yeah. and things like that. Which is funny because my dad is into that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think my mom's really into gardening. Like, No, I don't think she is. I think she'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, if you can come up with an art project for like my nieces to do with my mom, she'll like figure out every aspect and like have yeah. a super fun time and make some really cool stuff. Yeah. Like dyeing sand and things like that and making it into it, stuff. Yeah. She's I don't know. done she, that. Oh, she has? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the Bagheera is now laying right in front of the tripod. He's not even quite laid down yet. He's stor- he's doing that thing cats do where they like slowly. Oh, he's getting there slowly. He's getting there. He made it. He made it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you put this chair here for applesauce. I think it was a smart move. It's definitely made her less fussy. Yeah. Because normally when she's off camera, maybe she is slightly on camera the whole time, but she's very fussy because she wants to be close to us. Mm-hmm. She wants to be close to you. Yeah. If you were in the other room, she wouldn't be here. It's not an us <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you have your own chair? She's like, I have no clue what you're saying to me, but I'll stare at you. We were debating whether or not to even do this episode because we're both so tired. We're mm-hmm. like, well, is it just going to be super boring? Are we going to have nothing to talk about? And the good news is the whole premise of the show is to talk about whatever we want. So... <laughs> Of course it's going to be boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think especially too right now, because since we're doing the like shelter in place, mm-hmm. um, or as LA is calling it safer in place, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're not do and we're work, we're using it as a time to work a lot. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we just don't have as much stuff going on. True. Um, I cut my finger open yesterday, though. Yeah, you did cut your finger. Yeah. Hopping so, a fence. Yeah, so I was working on, you know, that, like, um, the documentary thing, just trying to organize my footage before I send them the hard drive. And I knew that, uh, you know, it, it being um, Saturday, that the UPS store closed at um 5 p.m yeah and so it like so there's there's a ups store near us but because of how our complex is set up you have like as the crow flies the ups store is maybe like a hundred yards away yeah but because of i love that expression as the crow flies yeah i don't know why i just do it's so funny so anyway, it feels very practical. Yeah. And it it yes, exactly. Yeah. So oh, careful. As the crow flies maybe 100 yards, but because of how our complex is set up, you have to like go out and around and like I would say it probably adds about 100 yards to At that least. distance. Yeah. And so anyway, I was in a hurry. So I was like, I'm not going to walk around. I'm going to hop this fence. So I like run out the apartment door forget a box to ship this thing in, run back in, Tashina grabs me a box. What? Yeah. I'm just laughing thinking about how my mom and Tad, her boyfriend, are going to watch this and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. So get the box, run back out of the apartment, hop this fence, which I'm pretty sure is when I rip my finger open, run through the back of this, like, a hospital, I don't even know what it is, office, parking lot, just like book it across a four lane Utah <laughs> street. And as I'm like running across the street, I see the guy locking the door to the UPS store. <laughs> I'm not sure if he was locking it. So I still run over and try to open the door mm-hmm. and it's locked. And then he must have heard me from inside. Cause as I walk away, he came back outside mm-hmm. and I'm like out of breath. And I'm like, can I, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but it's not going out until Monday. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, UPS isn't, it's five o'clock on a Saturday. Like UPS isn't coming here to pick up your package. They'll be here on like Monday evening. <laughs> and I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. And then I had to hop back over the... F- I mean, I guess I didn't have to hop back over the fence. No, you didn't. <laughs> I, I, I did, though. And the whole time, I didn't know that that's oh, right. what he had done. So I'm sitting <laughs> at my computer, and we see, you know, from our from our windows, we see into this parking lot, and... You know, they're they're closed. There shouldn't be anyone there. And I see this person back there behind their dumpster. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what's going on? Do I need to, like, keep an eye on this? Do I need to call the cops? Like, what is happening? And then I see Justin's little head pop over the fence. <laughs> it was funny because I, I, I feel like... I, as soon as I popped up my head, I looked straight at you. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're <laughs> like, I. <laughs> like, yeah, you had this look on your face like, what the? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I try and be like aware yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially in this complex. Yeah. You have to be aware of what's going on and who's here. Yeah, totally. So. Lest, lest someone whip their wiener out like they did. A few weeks ago, which we won't get into. No. So anyway. Blows me away, though, that I I literally caught one of our neighbors with his wiener out five feet away from another neighbor's window in broad daylight. And that person is not getting evicted. There's nothing happening. There's nothing because they denied it. Yeah. And apparently that's all you have to do at our apartment complex is just say, no, that didn't happen. And then it doesn't matter that I saw it. And that the person who lives in that apartment has seen it happen multiple times. Apparently, none of that matters. You can just whip your dick out Did whenever you feel like it. they report it, though? Yeah, they talked to her. They talked to the manager. That's so crazy. And they told her, yeah, it happens all the time. That's so crazy. That's I know. so gross. I know. I, I agree. Yeah, so we try to be very aware and very mindful here. Because um, weird stuff happens. Not that the happens. complex cares, but yeah. we care. Yeah, we care. And I think as far as like... Street justice. <laughs> Should have punched him in the dick. I'm going to do that next time. Gross. He was too far away. Don't do it, that. In my defense. Don't do that. I did not have... go. I don't have um, go-go gadget arms. There's no way I would have reached him. <laughs> I just was... think that when you're in like any housing community, apartments, mm-hmm. like your street, whatever, yep. it's good to be aware and just keep an eye out for each other because... Absolutely. Not, you can't necessarily depend on the systems to do it basically. I know um, we can't. Yeah. So I think it's really good to just always be aware and just, you know, be mindful and be cautious for each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which is why <laughs> when I thought I saw someone behind the dumpster doing who knows what, right. I was like, okay, I'm going to subtly pay attention to this. Yeah. Cause I you weren't very subtle just so you know. Okay. When I popped my little head up, I saw your, I was like, ah. we had little allies looking straight at me like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll be more subtle if in the future. Subtle, I think you- <laughs> um, well, I think it's cause earlier yesterday, like, so it's an office building mm-hmm. and there were these guys back there going to every door at it. And I think they were just, I think they thought it was open because mm. normally it is open Saturdays. Mm. Yeah. And I think they were checking if it was unlocked mm. and I was watching them from my desk, but applesauce was sitting in front of me. So if they looked up, they would have just seen applesauce mm. in the window. They wouldn't have seen me at all. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Tricky. Yeah. Tricky Tashy. Yep. I just, I, I, I'm that neighbor who I guess keeps an eye on things. Yeah, we both are. Yeah. I mean, being home all the time, it's it's kind of hard not to. You notice every little thing. Yeah. And especially because I think when people are around or when they are home, they're so used to the world not being there mm. that they tend to be louder or just, you know, not as careful or quiet as you might be if you had expected that people would be around. Yeah. So being that we are around, I think we definitely... It's easy to notice things and easy to notice what's going on because it's an otherwise pretty quiet world. Yeah, totally. And we know people kind of have their like regular schedules. Yeah, totally. So you notice if something's different. Um, Yeah. Especially because I feel like all of our neighbors are very consistent in their schedules and like when they take their dogs out and things like that. Yeah, it's definitely a working class neighborhood. Yeah. Or complex at least. And thus 
Yeah, yeah everybody's on a pretty consistent schedule. Yeah. Their dogs, their kids, their totally. Work. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. what else? Um, what else is on your mind? I don't know. I have okay. this cat hair in my eyelashes. Oh no! Um, did you get it? No, that was actually. I think I did. You want to tell us about your nails? Got some pretty intense nails going on. My nails. I did my nails. I thought it would make me feel better. Did it? It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With mm-hmm. all the hand washing, they're definitely getting beat up really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I did them. I used Artisan from Sienna Byron Bay. That's the color? Artisan? Yeah, that's the color. Mm-hmm. And then I used the... How would you describe that color? Like mustard. Mustard slash baby poop is how I would describe it, I think. Yeah. I really like it every time I wear it. So many people ask about it because I feel yeah. like it's such a specific color that I don't think I've ever seen another brand do. Yeah. Um, and that's what I really like about Sienna Byron Bay. They're like a tiny company in Australia and their polishes are very, very clean, um, which, you know, I just go by cruelty free and vegan. If it's clean and it works, that's just a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um but I really, really like their polishes and they've sent me a ton of them because they know I wear them all the time. Mm -hmm. And what I really like is they have a lot of very unique shades, but they also release collections where it's like for different seasons, they'll do five shades Mm -hmm. and they're always very well coordinated. So you could do like a gradient manicure with them and it Mm -hmm. looks so cute together. Yeah, I I feel like they spend extra time on like the curation of their collection. Yeah. So, yeah, I really, really like them. And their polishes hold up really well. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting because I read every single comment that's on the Logical Harmony YouTube channel. Yeah. There are too many to keep up with on Instagram. Yeah. It's really challenging. It's very challenging. Um, so I don't read them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it's pretty rare that people ask about your nail polish and then in the last couple months that you've been wearing this shade yeah and and some other shades from them what champagne mommy from deco miami is the other one yeah 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 you've been wearing those two more frequently the last couple months and it's crazy because it i guess it's just so fascinating to see a different kind of comment yeah and it's always fascinating to see a comment that's not related to what you're talking about. Like if someone were like, like, oh, your top is really cute. Where'd you get it? Like those comments always stand out because yeah. normally the comments are about whatever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's been interesting from my perspective to see, oh, wow, people really like these nail polish shades. Yeah. They're constantly asking about them. Yeah, it's constantly. Yeah, and I think too, so it... Both those brands are very small companies. Deco Miami is one person. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Yeah, I think it's two. Okay. But they're both, both brands are definitely under 10 people small, and I yeah. think even under five people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's exciting to me that people are asking because I'm like, oh, it's like this tiny brand and both of them are totally vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah. Champagne Mommy I wear a lot because actually it dries incredibly fast. Yeah. So if I forget to do my nails before we film or my nails are chipped, I actually just put that on over it and it dries in like two minutes. Like it dries super fast. Hmm. So that's why you see me wear it in a lot of videos too. Interesting. And it is a great color. It is. It's beautiful. And I've gone through like multiple bottles. Mm. It's one of my like all-time favorites. Yeah. Um, And what's cool about Deco Miami Two, one thing I really appreciate is they kind of have the concept of like, when's the last time you actually used up a bottle of nail polish? For most of us, that's not Never. often. Yeah, so you can get regular size bottles, but they also make mini bottles. And it's a really good way, I think, to like reduce waste. And the mini bottles are what they started with, right? Yeah, they started with the mini bottles and then they added the bigger bottles, which are this really cute round shape they're very wide and they're like not as tall they are very like artsy um and they look beautiful on the shelf all their packaging's beautiful 
But the mini bottles are great too because they are pretty affordable. You can try different colors. You can like, you know, it's fun for different shades that maybe are things you don't see yourself wearing all the time. Um, yeah, I just, I really like both of them. Yeah. Yeah. You really like both of them. I wear People those really like both of them. a lot. I wear NCLA. Yeah. For like the long nails, I use the Madame Glam Builder Gel. Um, yeah. I struggle with gel polish itself. Hmm. I feel like it doesn't, it peels very quickly on me mm. faster than like regular nail polish. And I don't know why, like even if I prep my nails very well, like builder gel, no problem. That can be on for like a couple weeks, mm. no issues. I can do fills on myself, no issues. Mm-hmm. But gel polish itself doesn't seem to work that well for me. Hmm. Anyway. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking, speaking of hands and hand care, that I might do my video about dry skin and eczema today. Yeah, I think that'd be rad. I'm not sure because I really am hating this facial hair. (laughs) My decision to not shave until this whole, um, you know, our self-imposed isolation is over. I'm really regretting it. (laughs) I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it feels. Mm -hmm. I don't like anything about it. Mm. So... Anyway, that's just to say, I'm not sure if I'm ready to shave it, though. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I said I would do it as yeah. long as possible, and you I did. feel like maybe I should just keep pushing. But then I'm also like, well, do I really want to shoot a whole video looking <laughs> like this and then look back in like a day when I'm editing it and be like, oh, God, what was I thinking? Yeah, I think you'll be not pleased but maybe you can give context well because every time you have filmed a video and you have any bit of stubble you end up refilming it because you're like i don't like how it looks Mm -hmm. i don't like you just you you don't like it so much Mm -hmm. you end up reshooting it so Mm -hmm. i'm saying i think that that is what will happen because that is historically what has happened you're saying it looks so bad that no i'll be upset about it later no, I'm saying that when you're editing it, you'll be like, I I don't like this because that's what you do every time. Mm-hmm. But I think, too, if you explain it and give it context, <sighs> but it's up to you. Yeah. It is up to you. I filmed that hand care video yesterday, mm-hmm. but no, I don't no, have eczema I, the day before, but I don't have eczema, so... My suggestions might be different than yours. Yeah, well, and this is also going to be not just for hand care, but like for the whole body. Yeah. Yeah. With your little dry skin. Yeah. It's weird, though. Like, I've always liked, like, when I lived in California, where it's way more moist than it is here in Utah, I liked having dry skin because... I think, you know, the environment helped to, to keep, like, like my body was like, okay, we're going to be dry. And then the environment's like, okay, well, we're going to be moist. And then together it was like this perfect combination. A symbiotic relationship. Yeah, exactly. Just like ours. And now out here, it's like just everything's dry. Yeah. I feel like I've aged like five years <laughs> as far as like face and wrinkles and stuff. Which, like, I'm not opposed to aging. I'm not opposed to wrinkles and everything. But it is a little bit of a shock to go from, like, you feel like you're aging at this pace. And then in one year, your face looks five years older and your skin feels five years worse. And you're like, what the heck is going on around here? Yeah. We need to get you some better skincare routines going on, too, to adapt to this environment. Because that's the thing. I don't think you have changed yours, really. No, not at all. I've been asking you to shoot a video where you show me how to skincare mm-hmm. and um, you haven't taken me up on it yet. So I'm just sitting over here with dry old, wrinkly old desert face skin. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that soon. Mm-hmm. Not today, but tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have this, you know, like we, we bought some beer uh, a while ago. And we kept the empty box and we use it as like a garbage can over here because we've been, you know, we've been filming and we've been like blowing our noses or whatever. And so instead of having to like get up and go to the kitchen and throw it away, we've been putting our um, tissues in this box. It's so gross. Yeah. But, but what's really gross is that we keep throwing our tissues into the box 
but I think we've never made it in the box. Oh, I've made it. Oh, really? Yes. So at the end of recording these, I have to get up and pick up all my (laughs) gross used tissues. Ew. And then you wash your hands very thoroughly. Yep. Of course. Yep. I've been washing my hands a ton lately. Me too. My hands are so dry. Which is funny because we're not going anywhere. No, we're not leaving, but I feel like I'm just more concerned about it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's probably better to be in the habit than not. Yeah, totally. In these uncertain times. But even just certain things like, I mean, yesterday we got a package delivered and after I touched stuff, I washed my hands. Like stuff we should be doing anyway, but I think a lot of us didn't necessarily as much. Yeah, we've been doing little things too. Like like what Tashina said, we'll get a package delivered and we'll open the package like in the doorway basically. Yeah. And then like dump out the contents and then leave the package there to be taken out to you know, outside and then, yeah. um, and then we wash our hands. Yeah. And then which when is I, probably overkill, but I think it's probably better to no, be overkill right now. Actually, they're saying they don't know if it can live on like cardboard and stuff. Like they're recommending to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. And I've been, okay. I've been following Amanda organic bunny. Mm-hmm. And so she's been sharing a lot of tips of being like very cautious mm-hmm. And um, same with like Molly fashion veggie because Molly has two little kids at home. Like she is basically a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've been learning a lot from both of them about like how to handle packages and things like that that show up and stuff that some of the stuff that they do is not accessible for us or not possible for us. Um, like they have incinerators and they just throw all the packaging into their incinerator. Well, like Molly got this thing. So when she got this thing a couple months ago, mm-hmm. um, when things first started to get weird in China and she was nervous about stuff coming here, that's when she started kind of prepping for it mm-hmm. because she just had a kid in like December. Right. So um, she got this thing. I forget what it's called. She was talking about it on her Instagram stories yesterday where I think it's like an O2 machine. So she puts everything in her car trunk and runs it in her car trunk and it like basically will suffocate stuff that's on it. Oh, interesting. Um. Huh. Yeah, like I don't remember the details and they're, you know, when she bought it, they were like a lot more affordable than they are now on Amazon. The price is like doubled. Yeah. Um, But then Amanda has been sharing tips like open the package outside and leave the box outside mm-hmm. or if you're able to leave the package somewhere that you won't be for a couple of days uh-huh. or like leave it out in the sun for a couple of days, things like that mm-hmm. so that it'll give a chance for any possible contamination to not be there. Hmm. Um, Cause they're saying it can live on surfaces for like a few days. Yeah. I thought it was up so, to like eight days. I don't know, but they, but that's on like non porous surfaces, I think, whereas cardboard is porous. So I don't know. I don't know the details. Well, it should live longer on a porous surface. I don't know. I mean, that's the debate right now. Is it's, that a debate though? I feel like I it's don't. fact that porous surfaces things especially like organic matter lives longer on a i mean i guess what i mean by that's the debate is they don't know that's what i'm seeing is they're not sure and they're trying to figure out stuff like that right now yeah there must be more to it because i think that that part of it is well established yeah and accepted like like even just when i worked in the tattoo shop like to be um to get certain like certifications and stuff or like even like if you're building a restaurant like you can't have surfaces that can't be cleaned or like disinfected and part of that is like porous surfaces like yeah like you couldn't yeah anyway, anyway yeah so fascinating. yeah so we're just trying to be extra cautious in certain rooms i just want to clarify we're talking about like if you have a tattoo or piercing shop let's just say piercing and then you have your like bio room and you're going to be a association of professional piercer, like certified or whatever the term is now. I mean, it's been years since I've done this, so I'm sure it's changed a little bit, but Mm -hmm. anyway, that's all I'm saying. Sorry. Go on. Oh, just that like, I think being extra cautious is a good thing. And I think, you know, following Amanda and Molly and seeing what they're posting, what they're talking about has it's been very eye-opening as to stuff that I'm not seeing in the media about like just little ways we can take extra precautions to protect ourselves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just being super aware. We've been washing our hands a lot more because mm-hmm. 
you just, you should be. Um, Are there any recipes or anything you're excited to try while we're not leaving the house? Oh, also, let me just say one thing I really want while we're not leaving the house. Because, you know, obviously, well, we haven't, other than me running to the UPS store, we really haven't left the house in a couple days. Um, But we are going to go on like walks and stuff and get out and, you know, go do things where we know we won't be anywhere near other people. Yeah, which we should do today because it's supposed to start raining this week. Okay, I agree. We should. Um, I really want a hammock. I know you do. I've wanted a hammock for so long and there's this park not far from where we live and there are a bunch of trees and some of them are like, I know they're perfect for hammocks because I've seen people set up hammocks there Mm. and I really want a hammock because I think it'd be so fun to go to the park and set it up and just lay there for a little bit. Maybe read a book. Yeah, that would be fun. I think it'd be fantastic. And they're like, they're like 20 bucks, mm-hmm. which is totally reasonable, except that I don't want to spend $20 on anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, we don't really... Yeah. I don't know. I think we just bring a blanket. I'm starting to think that I'm going to break down and buy a hammock, though. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Is that a dumb thing to put on a credit card? A hammock? Um, I think let's wait and see what happens with the weather, because it also says it's mm, supposed to snow this week. Yeah. So good call. It's... It's still winter here, you know? Yeah, but Even it's so it's, warm. It's not going to stick. And then we'll really want a hammock because we can't go to the park and lay on our blanket because the ground's going to be wet. <laughs> well, let's just, let's think about it. Oh, I've been thinking about it. Okay. I've done thought about it. All right. I have so many thoughts about a hammock. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you were going to share a recipe you were excited to make. Oh, are there any recipes you're excited to make? Um... I don't know. I'm excited to try new things. I made French onion soup last night, which mm-hmm. I'd never even had before, or mm-hmm. much less made. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't super blown away with the recipe. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, I really appreciate that you made it. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that you, you know, had the thoughtfulness and foresight to be like, oh, I'm going to make this thing I've never made and we can try this new dish and it's going to yeah. be fun. And It's super simple ingredients. Right. So in every aspect of it, I appreciate it. I appreciate that you did it. It was very thoughtful. As far as the taste goes. Yeah. I, I was not a fan. The, the recipe was weird. I feel like if I had put in mushrooms, it would have been a good gravy base. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a it was kind of a strange recipe. So I don't know. I don't know. I think too. Um, maybe because I'm just like, I don't know why, but I felt very sensitive to its aesthetic, and it did not look good. <laughs> it looked. I'm not going to describe it. Normally it's served with like a piece of like cheesy toast on the top. To hide, to hide its appearance, I would imagine. Yeah. So usually you're supposed to take the soup and put it in like a ramekin and then put a piece of bread and Mm -hmm. some cheese on the top and broil that. But we don't have anything I could broil in for soup. Yeah. So that's why I did cheesy toast on the side. That makes sense. I'm not surprised that they would want to hide that because I can't imagine, like as I was eating it, I'm like, how are people going into restaurants (laughs) and ordering this and then choosing to eat it? Like none of this adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I don't know. I mean, I made artichoke dip the other day and that was really good. Mm -hmm. So I think I want to make more of that. Yeah, do it. Um, And we have like fresh peppers I think I would use because I think we're out of green chilies now. Are we? Oh, right, because I use them to make stuffed green chilies. Yeah. So I'll use the fresh ones. <sighs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, My bad. It's all good. It's all good. That can seemed so huge. Yeah. And it then was I went big. through it in like one day. Yeah. I mean, green chilies are so good, though. They really are. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find... Like maybe I'll make chili. Like I'm trying to come up with things that can be made from very simple recipes, Mm -hmm. like very simple ingredients we already have on hand. Mm -hmm. But I also want to make sure we have some variety. Yeah. So that's why I've been trying to find new recipes and things like that. What about you? Um, Well, I have my 
sweet berry wine going. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which I haven't smelled or tasted or done anything with, so it's possible that it's gone bad. Although, after the first wine that I made accidentally um, was sitting out for like two months and I just forgot about it, like literally forgot that it existed, Mm -hmm. and then it was fine, I'm not too concerned. Okay. I'm more concerned that from day one when I was tasting it, I didn't really like the flavor. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I want to get some kombucha going again since yeah. I have my mother sitting there just sitting in its own juices. It's ready. Just waiting to be fed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I would like to get a sourdough starter going again. Mm-hmm. Although I thought that I had bought a new container to do it in. You did. Where? It's up in Where one. Of, it? It's in one of the cupboards. We put it up there because you weren't using it. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was trying to figure out because I found the first one I bought that was too small. Yeah. And I was like, I could have sworn. But oh, no, I it's under, it's by it. the rice cooker. Oh. Um, it's in there because it's tall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That would be helpful because it'll free up some more pantry space. Yeah. Oh. Applesauce is being so cute. Um. Yeah. That'd be. That'd be rad to start that again. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. For sure. We could also do, we have some cabbage. We could do some sauerkraut. We do? Yeah. Hmm. We don't, it's like a half a cabbage or something. Oh. We could just do a small batch. I don't think I would do, I mean, feel free if you want to start doing it. But for me, it's not that sauerkraut's super labor intensive, but it's labor intensive enough. You want like a big batch? Well, yeah, because once it ferments, and like kind of shrinks down even like two cabbages isn't that much sauerkraut yeah that's very true so a half 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 a cabbage wouldn't i wouldn't spend time on it okay personally okay but then i'll use it for like dumplings or something okay yep use it for dumplings or something would Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm you okay 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 uh what else are some things that you want to accomplish or get started or do while we're doing this because like we talked about last night this recording this has been a great um benefit in regard to like starting a habit and getting out of bed and being productive uh so is there anything else you want to add add to this because i'm thinking for me i want to sort of build off of it you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how about you uh i think i'd like to add workouts Mm -hmm. i think that would be really good right now yeah samesies i also want to really clean the apartment Mm. and get it in a really good Mm -hmm. place and keep it that way Mm because i think right now we're spending so much time inside it's very easy for it to not be clean yeah and i think it would also be very easy for it to stay clean so i think we should like get it to a good point yeah yeah because it's not necessarily getting messier no it's It's not kind of just staying the same yeah so i think if we get it to a good point it'd be very easy to keep it that way um, especially cause too, with the shelter in place, we're using more rooms. Like, I mean, not that our apartment's huge, it's two bedrooms, but we're, I feel like I'm spending more time in the living room and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. That's a good point. We kind of are using more rooms. It's, yeah. it's so weird to me that like we, we work from home all the time and yet somehow it feels like this has had an impact on us. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's cause since it's been raining too, we're, we're not going out as much. Like it's not that we went out a bunch before, but we had the freedom of like, Oh, I want to, I want to make this for dinner. We're missing one ingredient. I'm going to run to the store. True. Okay. That was weird. I offended, I offended her. Um, you know, where we were going and picking up packages, which you didn't do yesterday. I want to note that for people. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Yeah, we then... didn't do that. I was going to, yeah, initially I was going to ride my bike and then I was just so tired that I didn't. Yeah. And, um, and then I was going to, uh, going to um, take a lift or an Uber. A lift. Yeah. But I decided not to. Well, but not for any like, you know, no, but you didn't go, and so there's I still did. a chance you could ride your bike. Yeah, is what I'm getting at versus mm-hmm. being in a car share service, yeah. which I'm still nervous about. Um, yeah. 
And by the way, nervous because, well, first of all, we don't have any like health insurance. And second of all, because it, when Tashina gets sick, Tashina gets sick. And it basically shuts down our ability to work. Yeah. Which I know a lot of people are dealing with. But that's why, that's that's the nervousness. Yes? It's just exposure. Like exposure from other people. Us right. potentially exposing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. If, I mean, isn't that what happens if you get exposed? Isn't that? Yeah. Well, you're looking at me like. You're giving me this look like I'm saying something that you don't agree with. And if that's the case, then let me know. What is it? No, it's not that I don't agree with it. What is it? There's clearly something. <laughs> just say it. Um, I just say, I don't know. I just, I don't think it needed clarification. That's all. I think everyone knows why stuff like that would make me anxious right now. I think everyone's feeling it. I think there are a lot of people out there who are thinking, I'm young and healthy, so mm. I don't need to be worried about this. And I think it's important to clarify that, Yeah. first of all, if you are young and healthy... You should still be nervous. Yeah, you can still get sick, and that can still cause a huge problem. And second of all, like you said, you shouldn't be out just spreading it willy-nilly if you don't yeah. have to be. Yeah, and I feel like, especially with like what Dan Mace was talking about, that was like... I don't know what Dan Mace was talking so about. So Dan Mace is a content creator, and he lives in LA currently, but he went home to South Africa and like a week ago and um, he just tested positive for COVID-19 and people were like, oh my gosh, like, have you had symptoms? What's going on? And he said that like six weeks ago he had symptoms and went to the doctor and got diagnosed with the flu and had started to feel better and then started to get symptoms again and when he was, you know, traveling to South Africa. And um, I don't think he would have traveled if he was feeling sick. Um, And then tested there and tested positive for it. And so now he doesn't know, did he have the flu six weeks ago? And then because his immune system was compromised, then then he picked up, you know, this and it turned into it. Or is that what it was from the get-go? So now he's reaching out to everyone he has talked to or been in contact with in some way in the past six weeks Mm. to let them know he tested positive. But it kind of like, that made me really anxious. I mean, he's a young guy, he's a healthy guy. But aside from that, the fact that like, he has potentially had this for six weeks without Mm -hmm. knowing, yeah, like that's really scary. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about in six weeks, the amount of people you could potentially come in contact with even though he was doing social distancing, like he was being very responsible the whole time. I want to say that. It's not like he was like, yeah, I'm going to go party. Like, no. Um, but yeah, that's kind of made me more anxious about stuff like ride chairs and things, which I was already feeling very anxious about. But I think it just shows that like you could be a healthy young person and it will still impact you. And then again, really highlighting that you could just be a carrier for it. Like he didn't come in contact with anyone that he knew had tested positive for it, which part of that is that here in the States, so many people are not being tested for it, even when they have symptoms. Um, Not by their fault necessarily. I think it's the healthcare system and the government. Um, Like I know people who've requested tests that are being told no, because they haven't been out of the country. But I think it just highlights like how we all need to do our part because you just don't know. Okay. Long tangent, long ramble, but just I feel like it I feel like it adds to your point of what you were just saying. Anyway. Yep, I agree. <laughs> yep. We're trying not to talk about this stuff on here though. So I'm sorry for doing that, guys. I'm sorry. We want it to be a nice, peaceful place less stress less anxiety and i'm not doing a good job of that so i'm sorry i'm sorry i want to acknowledge that but now you have to figure out the next thing we talk about because oh no yeah okay next thing we talk about what are you excited to do today um hmm why don't you go first 
Uh, so we're going to be filming today. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm excited to just tidy up. I think that's basically it. Like I'm excited to clean up stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to get a lot filmed and edited. Um, so that we just have a big backlog of stuff. Yeah. So that we can go back to focusing on other things. Yeah, we can. I can queue up a bunch of blog posts, things like that. Yeah. Rework Instagram stuff, get some new Instagram stuff. Yeah. It'll I'm, be good. I'm uh, I'm excited to to continue reading the comments on the video that we posted this morning. Oh, I haven't seen any of them. Um there's one. It's a, <laughs> it's about a um oh wait, hold on. Yeah, there's one. Uh it just it's fun. It's fun. And I think that um, everybody or so many people being on lockdown or stay in place or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Especially in California and New York, which are the two major demographics of logical harmony and um, kind of by default, the two major demographics of everything that we do right because everything kind of stems from that yeah like so many brands are there and stuff is that what you mean um no what i mean is that whenever we start a new project our audience tends to trickle down from logical harmony Mm -hmm. so like the vlog channel i think the mass the majority of people who are here heard about it through logical harmony Mm -hmm. and thus are representative of that demographic so because so many of them are at home i feel more and just in general i feel like there's more people to talk to like like Mm, like mm -hmm. even though we're so many people are isolated it feels more social yeah for me like you know you can call a friend in the middle of the day and they'll be home or you can post something in the middle of the day and people are commenting on it because they're not at work yeah or they're not, you know, maybe they're working, but they're not. Yeah. They're working from home. It's a different scenario. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Good. Yeah. I like it. Good. And I think yeah. I'm going to call my grandpa today, which I'm excited about too. Yeah. I think that'll be good. Although honestly, I'm pretty nervous about it, but. Why? I'm not going to get into it. Okay. Sorry. I, it's I okay. retract my question. <laughs> retracted. Officially retracted. Okay, so should we get to work? Yeah, let's do it. All right, thank you all so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. I hope you have a good day.